to the Tippy Tappy Sports Ashes podcast. This is the episode that deals with the end of the second test, whatever number that happens to be. And joining me once again is none other than Aaron Timms. Episode, 20, episode 25, I think. I think it's episode 26. All the fans at home uh, listen to all 25 uh, episodes of uh, the Tippy Tappy podcast uh, to date. Uh, both, uh, both home and away. The fans are both home and away. Uh, welcome, Aaron. How are things in New York City? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Damien. <laughs> Great. Good. Uh, let's get... Good, thanks, Damien. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Results have come out today. Uh, so everyone's oh, upbeat. Be quarterly results, yeah, they're down because of uh, West Connects. You blew it. <laughs> You've blown it. You had your opportunity, you had your chance, and you blew it. Yeah, yeah, West Colnex. Anyway, second test, Australia, England. Yeah. Archer, Smith. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Uh, you didn't watch it. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't watch any of it. That's actually, I mean, you say this every time, and that's patently untrue. Uh, I, I know I know you watch like the first sort of couple of us the start of play and then you fall asleep. Here we go. I mean, you know, unlike the life of a freelancer, some of us, you know, have uh, workplaces that we need to attend. And also <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the time zone is slightly more favourable for you. So... Yeah. Okay, mate. That's, that's a well, good point. Calm, well calm, made. calm yourself. Uh, you didn't watch any of it. Right. Yeah. What have you done? You've done nothing. You've done as <laughs> as little as uh, David Warner uh, in the second test. He, look, he looks like he's very much back in the mode of uh, like when he did the press conference after Sandpaper Gate. <laughs> His face when he got out today looked the same. He's like, oh, so sorry. <laughs> like he's about to burst into tears. I mean, he's, I don't know. I don't know what's what's happened to him because he was quite good in the world. I mean, he was very good in the World Cup. Yeah, he was like the second he, highest run score or whatever. He's sort of completely lost it back in the uh, in the red ball format. But uh, you know, switching formats uh, very quickly will do that to you. We've all been in that position, haven't we? Oh, look at Jason Roy or Jason Woy. <laughs> Jason Woy Hodgson, <laughs> classic gag. <laughs> Absolute classic. Um, I wonder, does the uh, English team have any players who pronounce their R's as W's? What's, what's that condition called? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's isn't it just called sort of... I always, I always associate it with being aristocratic in English. I mean, obviously, Roy Hodgson isn't aristocratic. He's more like one of the Cray brothers. But, yeah. Um, but there's no... You don't meet any people in the U.S., like, you don't meet English speakers from any other countries who pronounce their R's as W's. You have the occasional person in Australia who does it, I guess. Yeah. But it's very much an English thing. Yeah. and It's very, it's very situational. It's very cultural. It's very... And I'm not sure that it even, we could even call it a speech impediment. I mean, every time that people make fun of, like, someone, people sort of criticise someone for calling Roy Woy, um, it's like, oh, man, you know, the guy's got to speak to him. Why make fun of him? No, no like, he doesn't. It's not like, it's not, I don't think you're born with it. You just sort of start doing it. So I think it's fun to make fun of him. Anyway, Jason Moy has been rubbish as well. I've <laughs> been rubbish, indeed. Uh, and, uh, but no, but Warner, Warner's, Warner's lost it. Bancroft's 
<laughs> just put love of scuff now up the top and um you know yeah away you go marcus harris marcus harris is good because he looked like uh he looked like sort of one of those fat lost anglers when he was on field for um for uh, nathan lyon it just sort of like had that real tur, tur, tur. Yeah, just down, yeah. down at long on, not not doing much, looking off into the middle distance, a bit unclear as to why he was really there. Um, yeah, he looked he looked he looked out of place. He looked like he didn't belong at that level. That's right. And that's exactly why we need to bring him into the third test. That's right. Yeah, he's a great team man, uh, just uh, just like yep. Justin Langer. Um, yeah. So I bet, I bet Langer. I, I'm pretty sure Langer's already in. Well, hang on. Did, was, does Marcus Harris already fill the bat pad? Uh, isn't that what you kind of have to do? That's what you have to do if you're a sort of... I think the Langer method is just to take a bunch of sort of almost their openers. Basically, he just wants to make people Justin Langer. He just wants to turn people into whatever he was during his own career. So he takes these almost their openers and he sort of takes them to one side and he's like... Mate, you've got to do it for your mates. They're your best mates in the world. You know, take a few balls for them at that pad. <laughs> yeah, because that was his. That was basically make yourself valuable by getting hit, smashed at that pad. Yeah. And that, that way you sort of ingratiate yourself to everyone. Yeah. But, I mean, getting hit uh, getting hit was was the theme of this uh, test match. Thoughts on that, Timsey? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that spell... Uh, Archer to Smith was pretty brutal. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. What uh, <laughs> what <laughs> what, do, what does surprise me is, I mean, Archer's a bit like Boomerah. They kind of have a run up that's about 10, 10 steps. Yeah, and he doesn't look as he doesn't look as though he's straining as he comes in. He just sort of lopes in. Yeah, um, yeah, and the ball clearly comes out quicker than people think and uh a lot of people uh met a lot of the pundits comparing him to andy roberts which is you know someone who dad is always going on about whenever fast west indian uh, uh bowlers come up uh because yeah. it's sort of very hard to pick the short ball because it just, yeah and i'm not quite sure uh, why and i look forward to never finding out why but um yep where it does rear up off a length and you can't pick it. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that slap of the ball into the back of Smith's neck was uh, it was like, you know, sort of plopping down a big carcass of meat down at the meat wholesaler or something like that, just a real... Yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. yeah, just a slap on the, on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a big slab of steak and just slap it down. Yeah, it was quite, uh, yeah. It was quite unpleasant to watch. Yeah, no, it was it was it was good. It was good. I mean, who, so you think Andy Roberts is the is the West Indian paceman that they talk about most when grasping for comparisons for Archer? Yeah, I've heard I heard a lot of because uh, I was watching the Sky coverage, right? A lot of uh, Patrick Patterson, a lot of Patrick Patterson, and obviously holding just because of the run up, but. But Holding's run-up yeah. was incredibly long. Well, yeah, Holding's run-up was longer, but he used to 
holy or whatever. East or what? And Archer doesn't really... He's coming quite, sort of quite slowly or he wasn't... It's not like the way Stark runs in from a very long run-up and so does Cummins. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, they... Or, or Brett Lee or whatever, anyone who's had a real, you know, Shoya Bakhtar or anyone who's, who you can think of who's had a long run-up. And they they really build up speed. I mean, Michael Holden didn't really do that. But um, no, it's, uh, it's interesting to think about these comparisons and they're all inappropriate in their own way. Um, but um, yeah, no, it was, uh, <laughs> it's good to, it was good to watch. I mean, I saw, uh, you know, Mark War on uh, Twitter just coming back with the, the inevitable uh, tired old comeback of, you know, oh, he should be playing for the West Indies. And I think, like, well, he's, he's not, uh, so forget it. He's not. Shut up. And frankly, you know, when, when he's bowling, he's so good that who cares that he's playing for England? I mean, you know, you don't, it's, it's, he's, you know, he's got, he's from Barbados. I mean, on his Twitter account, he lists Barbados as his home. Yeah. Uh, he obviously, he's just representing England because it was probably, you know, a pain in the ass to go and play for the West Indies and there was all sorts of politics and bureaucracy involved and, frankly, there wasn't as much money. Yeah. Uh, so he's a mercenary and he doesn't care and he's chosen England and uh, and he, he, I'm sure he has no great affection for England as a country and uh, who cares? You know, <laughs> when Joffre Archer bowls, when Joffre Archer bowls, he's only representing Joffre Archer. That's right, himself. And that's why you can, you can get behind you can get behind him. In the way. You know, it's not like... Stuart Broad bowling or Jimmy Anderson bowling or any of those turds. Um, so yeah, no. So it was very good, and it was good to, um, you know, it was good to it was good to see the uh, the Australians uh, suffering. You know, I mean, we we always sort of we're always the ones dishing it out. You know, the short pitch stuff, and uh, you know, especially on on Australian wickets. Yeah. So, and I mean, and and how we how we made the ball. Do that. I mean, when he that spill to Smith, the ball was like a trillion overs old. <laughs> yeah. You know, there wasn't really a lot happening on the off the pitch. No, no. So he just sort of made it all happen himself. A little bit like you know some of those spells by um, Mitchell Johnson in 2013. Yeah. yeah. Like that that spell in Adelaide or whatever it was when the pitch was just flat, yeah. and he decided to just pelt it down and kill everyone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. So it was uh, it was good, but I mean, the, I, I guess I guess what's what's the what's the discussion point? What's the real discussion point? What's the debating point? What are we debating here? I think you're probably debating whether Australia can in fact come back from this, knowing that Smith may will conceivably not play in the third test. What uh, Archer's come in. Uh, so all things being equal, you would expect England to win at least one of these next three tests. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, the the fact that they that Australia, you know, on that final day, um, you know, sort of went in, and most people were saying, I mean, it was obviously still in the balance, but most people were saying, well, Australia, a better place to get a result here than England, and then momentum just swung back, you know, with the Stokes innings, um, and then jo- Johnny Bairstow, um you know, momentum swinging back to England um, and then Australia sort of playing defence. Although there was a little passage there when um, when Labastachner and uh, Ched were at, uh, were at the crease. I think we should only do Africana pronunciations <laughs> for all the Australian players. Um, when they, you know, when they sort of were 
scoring quite freely in the middle. It was a weird thing where it seemed like they were about to go for the victory, but obviously that didn't work out. Mm. Um, but, I mean, the fact that Smith was out, Australia were on the ropes, you know, Warner, our top order is rubbish. We were three down for whatever it was, 20 or 30. Not many. Uh, you know, England, England would have fancied themselves to win from there. Yeah. And, and, we, and we didn't have Smith in the lineup. And then all of a sudden you've got the, you know, this, this sort of part-timer coming in. Yeah. You know, a concussion sub comes in and saves the game for Australia. Like it's, that's, it's impressive. Yeah, that's, uh, that, uh, that could be its own uh, psychological blur. Yeah, it is impressive, you know, and uh, it's, that's the tough Africana in him coming in and um, just uh, standing up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he didn't, he didn't speak English and he didn't speak any English until he moved to Australia at the age of 10. I mean, this is what everyone's been saying. Whether and I think that's on his Wikipedia page. I mean, who knows if that's actually true? It's on, no, mate, it's actually on the ESPN Crick Info profile. Oh, yeah. It's the final tidbit. And, I mean, the great thing is that he didn't speak any um, English until he came to Australia at the age of 10 and apparently immediately started talking like a boat. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, mate, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah. It'd be better if he had a slightly more ethnic accent. Yeah. You know? Well, he should, he should just talk like uh, Andrew Orsati. He should, no, he should talk like Matty Ryan or one of those secret ethnic Anglos who actually, you know, has, uh, has the... Craig Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, been watching uh, quite a bit of uh, AC Milan, actually. And <laughs> um, yeah, it's good for uh, La Bouchagne. Um, I guess... Uh, the other thing that perhaps has not been talked about as much, and it does relate mm. to David Warner, is how kind of woeful the Australian fielding was. Uh, because mm. if they had taken those catches, which Stokes. were yeah, which yeah. were all perfectly gettable, then yeah, uh, things might well then things certainly would have been different. I don't know if we'd be talking about an Australian victory, but it is unusual, at least. I mean, I can't remember the last time Australia dropped so many catches in, in one test. Can you? Uh, no. No, I can't, actually. Yeah. I don't have instant recall of that. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that was, that was rubbish. Well, I mean, yeah, so who's... So, well, that's, 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 that's a good point, Tenzi. Um, so they've got to fix, fix their fielding up. But, I mean, that's, that sort of seems easier to remedy than to... Um, a sudden and dramatic turnaround in form for the top for three. The top order. Yeah. That's been, you know, um, so, I mean, who, who are you going to... Well, I mean, what, what are the other talking points out of the test? I mean, how did you feel about... Um, how did you feel about uh, our bowling? Uh, in the second innings, it was pretty disappointing, I think. Um, the... Yeah, Lyon really get get much happening. No, which is a bit strange because he was turning it quite a lot on sort of day day one. Um, yeah. But he wasn't really up to much on uh, on day five. So Lyon was not great. I mean, Cummins was still good. Siddle was a bit nondescript. And Hazelwood, again, was sort of okay. Hazelwood sort of faded. Yeah, yeah, which I mean, was understandable yeah. Um, yeah. if you haven't played that much cricket. Uh, so I suppose... Further to that is uh, Tim Payne's decision to bowl first. Uh, mm, 
Yeah, mayhem. Because you 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 were quite vocal in lauding his captaincy after the first test. Well, I was you're saying a big, you're a big fan. I was saying it 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 helps Steve Smith. It means that um, you know he can just do his own do his own thing. I mean, Smith is obviously a bit of a weirdo. Like this whole. I don't like seeing my shoelaces and all that kind of carry on. Just sort of seems yep. he's like he's just a bit OCD. Um, yeah. So you think you think you think drop him then? I think he'll just drop himself. Uh, yep. Just go and have a relax for uh, for a just test. A bit of a headache. Just got a bit of a headache. Yeah. Just took a just took a cricket ball at 155 k's an hour <laughs> to the head. Got a bit of a headache. Just need to have a sit down for a few days. Well, and they don't, and they don't wear those things that they're supposed to. The, the stem guards. The stem guards. Yeah. Um, apparently, they're quite uncomfortable. Have you ever put a stem guard on, Tinsy? Uh, you got probably got one on right now, actually. No, I, I mean, so it'd be good to wear the stem guard without the helmet, just to have a bit of neck yeah. protection. Just the neck protection when you're out in the in the open office yeah. at your cubicle, That's right. open flat office. Yeah. You never know what's going to come up from behind. That's you right. could get, you know, little practical jokes. I know that you guys have a pretty sort of raucous office culture at Lendlease. Yes. Um, Especially on Results Day. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Okay, so who are you gonna who are you, who are you gonna drop and who are you gonna keep and uh, you know for uh, for the next uh, test? I mean, it's only like you know sort of twenty four hours or whatever. It's basically a, a, a stopover. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're staying in Singapore for twenty four hours and then uh, and then they're off. Um, yeah. Well, so it's Thursday. Is it Thursday at uh, Old Trafford? I think. Um, and no, nah, man, it's Headingley. Oh, Headingley. Headingley. Um, so. I don't know. Uh, in terms of the bowlers, what are you going to do? You've got to bring back Pato and uh, Stark. Stark. you got to bring back Stark and I think you, I think you have to bring back, I mean, Stark is not, he's not you know, quite quite archer speed, but he's still, he's still very fast. Um, yeah. So having him and Cummins, they can you know, rough up the, uh, the English batsmen. I mean, I... Cummins has bowled a lot, but I don't think they will they will rest him because he's probably the one bowler who they can't afford to to. I think yeah, to rest. yeah. I don't know. I mean, they should they should rest him though, shouldn't they? I mean, I mean, the the, the danger is that they're you know um, they'll just be like, oh well, you know, this guy's bowled some bounces. We're going to bowl some bounces too, and then you know their whole sort of plan about playing to the conditions and you know having the the careful management of all the different of all the players. Um, quicks um, and, you know, having sort of nice variations and combinations between the, the having them all complement each other kind of thing um, is all going to get thrown out of the window because they're going to have this emotional response to uh, to this, the, 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 the throwing down of the gauntlet yeah. that is uh, Archer. But, I mean, yeah, that probably won't happen. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, but who, so who would they? Yeah, so the, but they should, they should, they probably drop Hazelwood. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, I think Siddle's been very good. He's bowled without luck. Yeah. Like, he he he's the one who's probably suffered the most from all those drop catches. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, and they've got him there because he's the guy who can who can bowl the most, like an Englishman essentially, who can 
do stuff with the Duke's ball under the uh, under the cloudy skies, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. He's the Matthew Hoggard of the Australian team. Yeah. Terry, Terry Alderman. Yeah, and he gets through, and he can get through a lot of overs. And, I mean, I know he's not hits, as fast. Hits the deck hard. What's that? Hits the deck hard. Yeah, I mean, I know he's not as fast <laughs> as the others, but he does do a lot with the ball, and he has bowled um, without, uh, without luck. Without luck, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but, the, but then the thing is, Cummins, yeah, you're right, there's so much... Um, that's loaded onto Cummins' shoulders. That you know, you don't want to, you don't want to drive him into the ground and blah 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 blah. So you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably drop Hazelwood and keep Cummins and you know play a four-man pace attack. You reckon? No, nah, probably not. But you know, it's just good to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe drop. Uh, yeah, maybe you would just drop Hazelwood. What, and bring Stark? Honestly, Stark... Well, you should have a crack. They've already... They've basically already committed to that in public. They've said, we wanted to keep... Um, oh, have they? No, they've committed to bringing Pattinson back. Oh. So maybe they'll... I don't know. Maybe they'll bring Pattinson... Maybe it'll be Pattinson, Stark and Siddle. I don't know. Who, who knows? Anyway, they've got to do something. Um, what about the, um, the batters. Uh, what about, uh, batters? Batters. Yeah. Not, not batting deep enough. Um, well, the opening combination, I think, will just remain the same. I mean, they're not going to drop Warner. Warner will not be dropped un- unless he's batting like this, you know, after the Australian summer. Um, no. I mean, if it gets to the fifth test and he's scored single digits in every innings... They're going to drop him, obviously. They've got to. Like, you can't just be like, oh, you know, he's been so good for us in the past. I mean, if, if the guy's not informed, you've got to drop him. It doesn't matter. I don't think he's... I think Lang is that kind of guy to be like, nah, nah, you're back, back, your talent. You know, he's doing it for his mates, blah, blah, blah. Like, That's stupid. He would keep... <laughs> he's what, like, what, what kind of an attitude is that? Langer only got his chance because of, you know, problems with form in the top order or whatever. You know, in 2001 or whatever it was. You know, 1993. I mean, that, yeah, that's sort of after the eight-year hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> so much talent in the Australian batting ranks in the 90s. Um, yeah, well, maybe uh, just bring back uh, Stuart Law. Uh, yes. Um, no, so... So, look, Warner think, will yeah, stay, right? Warner will stay. They've got to drop Bancroft. Bancroft's got to go. That's it. I mean, it was stupid... To bring him in, as we discussed last time, it's stupid to bring him in in the first place. What's he doing there? He did well, you know, playing in the Graham Hick 12. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What's, what's Graham Hick like doing? Double. He's done nothing as batting coach. You've done nothing, Hick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of big talk and uh, no results. Pretty much like his playing career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think Bancroft's got to go. They've got to bring back. But then it's really a question of whether they, you know, shuffle everyone up and make Kawaja open or, um, you know, bring in sort of a, a Marcus Harris or whatever to open with Warner. Well, I mean, I think, I think, I definitely think they're going to be tempted to um, pick uh, Labskachner now. As, uh, yeah, yeah. As, 
number th- at three maybe and make Kawaja open. So drop Bancroft, Kawaja open with Warner, Labushkanya at three, Smith at four if he's okay to play. I mean, I'm not quite sure what the concussion rules are. Um, Head stays at five, Wade at six. So basically they do nothing. <laughs> yeah. They just bring in one, just one new bloke. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because I, I don't think they'll... I don't think they'll drop Kawaja either. Um, and to be fair, Kawaja did score some runs last test and he hasn't. He looked pretty good in the first innings, didn't he? I don't know. Can't, can't remember. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, if Smith, things are different if Smith isn't um, fit to play. And I mean, I don't know what the concussion rules are. But I think they're just making them up as they go along, to be honest. Yeah, they haven't really used them before. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, mate, can you count to ten? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who was Australia's first prime minister? I oh, know, too hard, too hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's Australia's prime minister? Ah, oh, too hard, too hard. Like, who's? Yeah, I haven't got any other questions. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. <laughs> who's the captain <laughs> of the Australian yeah. cricket team? Hey. Yeah. Hey? Oh, no, that's too hard as well. <laughs> <laughs> um. What about uh, Tim, Tim Payne's use of reviews? Yeah, uh, yeah, wasn't 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 too good. Yeah, they lost they lost the they lost the reviews quite early. Yeah, they ran out of reviews and then they missed out on all those uh, things that were genuine uh, reviewable chances, yeah. reviewable decisions. Um, yeah, so not uh, not great. Yeah, yeah, he, he his, his captaincy wasn't wasn't quite as sharp as it had been in the first test this time around but no. um no you know he came out and he scored another i mean he's 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 as much as we you know make fun of him for always scoring you know 20 to 35 runs he did his runs in the first innings were um important were important yeah so he doesn't you know he's he you know he always makes a go of things i mean he's he's Shot to get out was maybe a bit silly, but I mean, what what are you going to do? You're going to duck out of the way of every every bouncer. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure. And yeah. look, it's not as though not, it's not as there are plenty of other keepers who are remarkably better than him anyway. So you know, I mean, you'd yeah. leave you'd leave pain. Um, I just thought yeah. I mentioned the review because you know we're just talking the context of uh, team selection for the for the third test. So what so what's the upshot of all of this then? Basically you might bring in uh the Africana and uh that's that's maybe it. I mean if Smith doesn't play, what kind of psychological impact does that have on on both teams? Um I don't I don't know that I don't know that it's I don't know that Australia is going to sort of fall in a heap because they've just gone through a year and a half of playing test cricket without it or a year or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so they're kind of used to it. Yeah, you know, like Travis, yeah, Kawaja, Travis Head, you know, these players are, are used to it. They, they sort of, Head and Lois Gachner got their, um, got their, you know, as batsmen in batting lineups that didn't have Steve Smith. So, you know that might help in in some regard, and it might sort of. Who knows? I mean, who knows what the mentality of an elite batsman is? Um, but maybe it sort of helps not to have that insurance. You know, to know that 
you're being relied on. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, so I mean, it might free up it, Warner. It would, be, would be better to have Steve Smith inside. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it could free up Warner, but I, I think he just seems to sort of not really know what how to bat. <laughs> like he seems to be like what his what his mindset should be. Mm. And I mean, we, we we talked about this during the World Cup. He was kind of, you know, even though he scored a lot of runs, like. He scored them quite slowly and not in a, in a very sort of unWarner-like fashion, um, and he seems to still be suffering from a little bit of that indecision that seemed to plague his his batting in the World Cup. In the World Cup, it, it didn't matter so much. He got away with it, and you know the ball doesn't do as much, and you know you can sort of have a biff, and it always sort of as long as you make some contact with the ball, you know. If you're a guy like David Warner, there's a fairly good chance that it's going to run away to the fence, regardless. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. He just he just sort of I don't know if it's a if it's a post ban thing with whether that's sort of messed with his head or something. But he just doesn't seem to be the Dave Warner that um, you know we all know and love. <laughs> love him because he's our mate. <laughs> He's our best mate. He's always, he's always going on about solving problems, like mates and solving problems. Yeah, he's out yeah. there just every time he bats. <laughs> he's got like 400 problems to solve. That's what facing... Yeah. Uh, he's like, shut up, mate. And he's, and he's just... And he's just... Oh! <laughs> every, every, every Dustin Langer sentence has to have some period where he just goes, oh! <laughs> some overly exuberant exhortation. <laughs> Uh, he's uh, he's a bit like Michael Checker because they both kind of talk the same way. Yeah, yeah, mate, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we played well. We played well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Checker. Checker. Checker now. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's that's what I think. Um, what about an uh, England? I mean, Joe Root. Uh, Joe Root really is just a horrible captain, isn't he? He's hopeless. Yeah, he's rubbish. <laughs> he's sort of gormless. <laughs> Uh, paralysed by indecision. Uh, he's made some very weird bowling decisions. Like I just, he was not bowling Archer, then bowling him. He was not bowling him at the moment when bowling him might have swung the match, like brought England to the brink of victory with enough time left to get the rest of Australia out. Yeah. And then when it was clear that, you know, there were two overs left and Australia were just going to bat it out, he sort of brings Archer back. I mean, what's what's the point of that? Yeah, you know, you're not going to take four wickets in, uh, you know, in one over or whatever. Um, it's not a super over, mate. <laughs> yeah, you don't get you don't get points for a tie. Yeah, you don't win a world, you don't win the Ashes if you tie. A bound, okay. boundary count back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he is basically rubbish. Uh, Wokes was a pretty underwhelming. Uh, yeah, and the just it, I mean, well, Root didn't bowl it. No. He didn't seem to have any confidence in him. I don't know why. I don't know. It's weird. Weird. It's, he's a good bowler. Um, yeah. And it's just good to see Root failing with the bat once again. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was good. I mean, the, the one, uh, you know, the one, uh, the one uh, thing about England's batting is that now their middle order has sort of played itself into some form. I mean, Stokes has at least, and, and Bairstow seems a little bit more... 
a little surer of himself than yeah. he had been in, in the first test. So that's uh, that's not too good because we're basically relying on them to be rubbish. Yeah. But, uh, oh, Butler's still rubbish. Denley still scratches around. Yeah, Rory, uh, Rory Bounds uh, yeah. does, you know, still looks like rubbish but didn't score a century this time. So, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean the the, bat, the batting is still is still fragile, fragile on both sides, as you know. David Gow might say, sort of, you know, sort of legs sort of crossed in the studio, just kind of you know beef, beefy, you know. <laughs> Be- why does beefy sound so old? He's he sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Sort of David Gow talking to you know the other commentators like they're his servants. So languid. Uh, <laughs> so elegant. Uh, Such good hair. Anyway, I mean, I, I would say uh, warns warns <laughs> warns commentary um, every time Nathan Lyon bowled <laughs> was just the classic sort of backhanded compliments, like just a. a you know, backhanded compliment after backhanded compliment. Yeah. It's like, Nathan lines on. He doesn't do much with the ball. Um, he's only got two balls. <laughs> the Oscar and the one that goes straight. That's it. But he's very effective. It's like he just kept on saying over and over again how he's rubbish and he can't do anything with the ball and he doesn't spin the ball and he doesn't have any trick balls and he's hopeless and he hasn't learned how to bowl properly. But he's very effective. Very effective. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Classic. Good classic Warner. You love to hear it. You love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so there you go. That's good. Well, so the upshot of all of this is, I think we can say it's all delicately poised for Thursday. Mm, indeed. Uh, indeed. And I'm sure what will happen is they won't drop anyone. Smith will probably play. They'll they'll change a bowler. Pattinson will will come in for Hazelwood and yep. uh, Australia will probably end up losing losing the third test. Yep. So you're so you're you think it's all just gonna unravel yep. for Australia from here? Yeah, I think it'll all just fall in a heap. Like the uh, like the tour of India last year or whatever it was? Yeah. Yeah. Just win win the first test, a lot of hope. And then start hitting eighty nine all over again. Yeah. <laughs> and then it all just uh, falls apart yep. and uh, yeah. The wheels come off. Smith is found out. Um, can't handle the uh, short ball from Archer. Lava Skachner is the uh, only Australian player to emerge from the series with any credit. It's unscathed. And then he moves back to South Africa and starts playing for yeah. Zimbabwe. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Sort of Kepler Vessel style. Yeah. He's like, had enough of this. Yeah. Going back to South Africa. Tim Payne retires. <laughs> he just gives up. Yep. Can't do it anymore. Yep. And we're left with... Uh, Pat Cummins you know, as captain. Pace, Pat, yeah, and a pace attack led by um, Peter Siddle and uh, Nathan Coulthard. <laughs> Great. Australian cricket. There you go. Done yep. and dusted. Great. Yep. Woo! Okay. On that note... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, great to catch up with you, Damien. See you next time. <laughs> 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 yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs>